Welcome, 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 and we back. We back, man. Consummate with a Dream Podcast, season two. Yes, you know, listen, I got two of my brothers with me, man. This is it's gonna be a real good episode, man. Like I said, we we glad to be back. Introduce yourselves, fellas. But on, on my left, I'm my brother. I'm Dominique Williams, and on my right, Charlie Johnson. Come on, man. Y'all, 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 stop being so formal, man. Chill back. We'll be back. It's season yeah, two, man. You know what I'm saying? We'll be back, You, know, you got to get back in the rhythm. Um, the reason I, I felt like it was so important to start this, this, especially this season two off with you two guys. Um, We're going to have a – this season two with other people. Other people We're going to have an influx of people. We're going to do a lot of a lot of interviews this, this, this year, a lot of investment talk. You know, a lot, you know, same, you know, it's the same stuff we always, we be on. But the, the best thing about it is just, we're going to do whatever the fuck we want. Like, it's the liberation. You know what I'm saying? So however we feeling, whoever we feel like we want to talk about, we're going to just do whatever we want. But the reason my, my two guys here today, man, two, two, of my, two of my guys is in our investment group, man. Two of the leaders in our investment group. And I, I just figured, why not start it off with our investment group? Yeah, members, why like why not? You know what I'm saying? So introduce yourself, bro. Don, tell them tell them about you, what you're doing, <laughs> what's up with you. They probably never, you know what I mean? They probably some of them it's gonna be their first time, you know, meeting they listen to season one. So no, no, what's up you. with you? I'm Dominique Williams, uh CEO and co-owner of Instrumental Sterile Processing Institute, where we help people save lives, make money, and travel in the healthcare industry without a degree. Um I'm just excited to be back, man. Big. I'm happy to have you back too. We've been talking. You've been on me for a minute too. Yeah, like, no, absolutely. No, <laughs> you've been, been on me. Trying to get this now this back. is definitely more so because of Dom. Like I'm gonna let y'all know. Like y'all probably be seeing me, or I, you know, I look like the host, but it's, it's a lot of more so. Like, <laughs> he gets me out of the bed most days. Most days I'm 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 more get so. You out that comfort zone, man. Yeah, I'm I'm chilling. I ain't gonna lie. I'm, I'm more so chilling. So, and the vessels was good too. So he definitely got us got us back on on, on play. Lee, introduce yourself, bro. Tell him about oh, yourself, man. Charlie Johnson. Wait, because he ain't new. He never. Yeah, you yeah, ever want to? Oh, he's the first one. Yeah, yeah you never. My first time up. First time here. Um, you know, here with the bros. These are my guys. Known them for a while. Wow. Man. Proud of them. Proud of you, bro. You know, they're not even little bros no more, man. We, man I'm gonna cut you we're off, partners. But we're just having a conversation. I'm gonna cut you off, Lee. But we're just having a conversation. How everything come full circle. Just. What two years ago, before I started Instrumental Style Processing Institute, I actually reached out to Shalik to you know try to uh, get things started with him. You know, it was just everybody's schedule is not the same and flexible. Everything happens for a reason. But he even said when he told me he couldn't do it that we will be working together. Like he Thanks. said, you know, it just is time management and everything. My schedule is just not free and clear, and I respected that. But he was like, I definitely want to do something in the future with you. And here we go two years later. Who would have thought? Yes, I didn't even know y'all know each other. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so it's like, yeah. yeah. So that's what I'm saying. You my brother. And then, you know, Leek, my big brother from Rutgers, he took one of his wing when he was there. So, like I said, when I found y'all knew each other, it was like, I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. It's crazy yeah, how, how it works. Like, everything, man. everything worked. So, so uh, basically, man, like I said, I just want to just, like I said, I'm glad you talked about it, Don, because we've been on this journey for what? We two years, two years three years, with a part of podcast. So we we go to start with that, man. Like I would say, I'm a, I'm so with that where we at now, and I ain't gonna lie, 
I'm I'm gonna I'm stroke my ego a little bit here too. Go ahead, man. Toot my horn, man. A lot talk of, this shit. I'm just gonna be honest, man. <laughs> we was ahead of time with a lot of shit, man. Like thought process wise, a lot of the material we talked about. Then I, like I said, like you know, a lot of people wasn't listening. It was just cool, cause like <clears throat> we did that out of just people don't know how to spare boredom, just like coming out, just want to be fun. But a lot of stuff we talked about politically and stuff. And now we look at it now, we're a little older. In retrospect, it's like, wow, it's like, we should have put more account into it back then. Like how we looked at Trump and stuff. A lot of stuff I said back then, I'm like, oh, I'm not playing about Trump. But like, how I thought that like him was a blessing in disguise, being there going to wake us up. It's going to start a movement amongst us. Like, you just look at the city of Camden. Look how many business within this last two years. People got LLCs and businesses mm-hmm. functioning. Yeah. Four or five years ago, I wouldn't be able to picture that. Or or say that like, bro. Almost everybody we talked about LLC. Like I know that's having an LLC not a big thing, but it's like it's to people to be thinking in that business mindset. Because it was like most people don't have the choice. Mm-hmm. Like not even a choice, but when you feel like you got someone like Trump in there, you don't have a choice. It's like it's either you figure it out, get it together, or you just watch everybody else figure it out and get it together. But that's my biggest thing. I felt like, and that's why I've always, I always, I felt it was the best in this guy. Put that battery in there. Put your battery in your battery and make you want to work. Right, right. I think a lot of times we get too comfortable. It's like, okay, we want these democratic people in there. We want, like, we want people there to make it easy for us. Like, we want people there to like, you know, keep giving us handouts, give us handouts, make it easy for us. When in reality, it's like, nah, give me the villain. I'd rather work. I'd rather go against him and work. Cause he gonna bring on my true potential. Yeah, but is the villain really the villain all the time? No, and that's what we are gonna talk about. Exception. <laughs> Perception. Yeah, perception, perception is everything. You know? Um, I'm gonna ask, I saw relief, then I asked him, how you wait, which one is this? I was just gonna say because it's like the only way to kind of find out the truth is to go through that pain, face face adversity, and really learn you. Like you know, they say growing pains for a reason because it's nothing you can really prepare for when it comes to change or just different environments or different learning styles, different cultures. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of us just pass down bad habits, Whew. so you know we don't really know how to. We don't know how to really, you know, manage or cope with anything outside of that, but just the trauma. I got a question for both of you guys. I'm glad you said that down. I start with Lee. What does emotional intelligence mean to you? Emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence. I think emotional intelligence. For me, it's actually separating emotion from making from making conscious decisions. I think a lot of people, you know, we react off off emotion, and then we run with it. And I think sometimes you have to be objective and take a step back, and kind of think before you move. Um, I think a lot of times where things are given to us in the front that causes us to be emotional and make a rational decision. You know, and I think that's one of the reasons why we as a people are behind the eight ball. I asked before I comment, I asked now, what does emotional intelligence mean to you? Um, emotional intelligence is kind of just to piggyback off of what Leek said, but just really just separating your your emotions from what's right. I mean, from logic. A lot of times we get caught up in how someone said something or or who said it. And did you get the message? Like a lot of times I, I've had mentors that, you know, that I really looked up to and 
they said some hurtful things, but when I actually sat back and digested everything they said, it was something I needed to hear. It put that battery in my back and it, you know, it was real life self-reflection. A lot of times we don't like to reflect on ourselves because it's like, you. sometimes you really got to point out all the negatives in yourself and nobody like being beat up yeah. or being uh, picked on. And even that if it's accountability son, tough, right? exactly. that accountability yeah. is tough at times. Well, I, I love both of y'all said, man, it's crazy. Cause uh, like I said, that's a word like when people describe these last like two or three years for me that's what i like the, the, that's my favorite word emotional intelligence i never really heard that term or really stuff before and i think for black men for black people it's so important and i take it and i'm gonna give you a perfect example just like when we first were starting a podcast and stuff it's just like you know dealing with other egos dealing with other people you know a lot of people ask why is that a podcast it wasn't about people i'm not never saying about people but it's just None of us, it was four by the time, none of us really had the emotional intelligence to really understand the emotions of doing business with other men or other people. It was a wake-up call. It, was, it definitely was. It so was I, I, I love the Joe Budden shit so much, man. I swear to God, I love it. I studied his podcast. It's like, wow, we had a podcast. We had guests. We had hosts. We all, like, the way as men we interact with each other, man, it's, you know, it's so key. Like, I think that's the key to, like, our survival in a sense. Like, having that emotional intelligence to understand where it's like. Bro, can I share something? Yeah. I just had a grown man, one of my students, 40-something years old, wife, kids, called me, you know, told me he wasn't going to make it to class or whatever, but he just broke down. Like, he just broke down. Like, I'm talking to him, and I'm just like, bro, I could just hear it in his voice. I'm like, bro, just let it out. Like, some, I, I just said it, just let it out. This dude just literally broke down. Like, mm-hmm. before I came here, that's. I was talking to him because class started at six and I'm just like the fact that he even felt comfortable doing that. I don't know what it is and why you chose me, but I'm here and I'm here for it all. And it's just, it's crazy because I've been seeing that a lot lately. Just, it's a big thing, bro. School, so it's bro. a big thing, bro. But like I said, about the school, that's why I was telling you before, it's important to start in there because you're going to deal with, with anything. With us starting a podcast, with us getting into real estate, with us. Just think about yeah. us, bro. Me and Leek, like, you know, because, you know, Leek is my uh, my hidden gym trader. You know, people, he, he's going to be the reason <laughs> I'm a billionaire, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, think about how we check our emotions on a daily, bro, because of the stock market. Oh, I tell people, like, you know, investing in stock shit is like the last tier of everything. The emotions and understanding what's going on is so key. So I'll just say, like, over the uh, over this last year and a half, two years, with us, the podcast, the investment group, us, you know, investing heavily, you know, we're just getting into real estate, going through the underwriting process. That emotional intelligence, man, is, like, so key, and it's something that you wouldn't even be taught. To keep your ego in, you know, I got a big ego. You know, I got Kanye West type ego. So to keep my ego in, like, I like <laughs> it's important for me to really have things like kind of like checks and balances in place. But you, know you gotta kind of have a little bit of ego and stubbornness. I think you do. You have to because it's like do. your stubbornness is going to uh, gas you up. And to do tell, things you don't want to. Yeah, get, yeah for me, ego is going to gas you up, and the stubbornness is going to make you tell them fuck you. Fuck, and we'll do it right. And another thing I, I learned too, like it's not a bad thing, like a knock on my finger and like that. But like you know, growing up, I ain't really hear like I love you and like you great and all that stuff often enough as I wanted to. I don't know about everybody. Else. I can't really, y'all can speak mm-hmm. to yourself, but I ain't really hear that. Like granted, I do know my family and stuff love me, but on the level where I wanted to hear that, or the level I'm like, oh, I'm knocking down walls. I never. I mean, I think 
I mean, we all come from the same, but the we're, part, same we're really not even taught how to deal with emotions. So, oh. you know, yeah. it's either you have it or you don't. You either, yeah, right. We even know, like, all right, only thing we know about emotions is, like, oh, you're emotional. Or you're a man, stop. Yeah, no problem. Stop don't. this or stop that or stop. Nah, like, and, I, and I believe now it's like, no, you need to some way you need to express that yeah. or definitely like uh, acknowledge yeah. that. So yeah, that's why that that's been real heavy on me. I feel like I've been moving uh, so smart by like having that emotional intelligence too, like just to go with my soul. You know what I'm saying? And Dom would tell you because he like <laughs> it's funny because like. Say, I just do whatever the fuck I want. Like it, it really does. Like we can have, we could have planned the night before to do the most illustrious thing. Like, and I wake up and I'm just like, nah, I'm good. Nah, I just cancel the whole shit. Like, yo, I, I'll be like, nah. that's a whole nother. Because it is don't. Because a certain thing don't sit right in my soul. But I be trying to explain that Dom is like, uh. I have a certain amount of emotional intelligence for myself, my inner soul, and I'm such a line with myself now where it's like, I know when something's not for me. So I know when I'm not in a certain situation. And then I give him examples like, yo, remember when we did X, Y, and Z? And I'm like, did this, 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 this person? And he like, okay, it, it, it makes sense now. So other uh, dogs, but it's really like knowing what you know. So now even us, where it's like, it's going to sound funny, but. Cause we, it's supposed to be hilarious, but like we know, like settings where I'm going to thrive, and we know settings where I just shouldn't be, and vice versa. Where before it's like with your homeboy, you're not even thinking, you like they could just come out, like, never think about <laughs> like it. you're not thinking, like never. Well, bro, might not. Let me hear. You might got one out. You know what bro, I'm I already know when and when not to invite you, bro. Like, <laughs> even when they be bringing up certain stuff in the group, I'm like, he is not. Oh, I'm like, yeah, I'm not going, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, we had, we had, we had, like, oh, no, yeah, yeah, I'm not going to, yeah, like, I'm not going to, yeah, I'm not even driving through, like, somebody was like, well, you're not, like, no, like, I, like, we can, yeah, like, we can get a, like, stop the car, one of the Carolinas and get a plane over through Virginia, like, I'm not going, because I already know my soul not going to be right, if we get pulled over in Virginia, I'll get like, we're what, looking stupid, like, I know it sounds extra, but in, re in reality, um, it's really not, but even, like, how we had the little, uh, <laughs> not we had an argument, but we were talking about the, uh, the Airbnb shit. Like, oh, we was... <laughs> what I'm like, bro. But I'm like, all right. He like, bro, why you don't get Airbnb? I'm like, all right, bro. So I'm trying to avoid the conversation. Like, Hold up. Before you did go there, <laughs> did, he, did he not say we was going? Air, we was getting Airbnb? Yeah. All right. Okay, here we go, people. So let's say, <laughs> and this is what happens. So I say emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence, right? So I was like... We in a group, so when you're in a group, I have to abide by the majority of the people. So if it's ten or more, it's ten of us like in our group. So I was saying, like, if it's ten of us go somewhere, obviously we need the Airbnb. I'm not gonna be, you know, Airbnb. But if it's eight or less, I'm getting my <laughs> own hotel. I'm just getting my own hotel, bro. Like, why? I'm like, listen, I don't. It don't sit with my soul that I'm in somebody Airbnb and I like cameras on me. I don't like that. When I wake up, I want to be like Melvin. Like, I, I, I want to. Like, sometimes when me, like, I don't want to wear clothes with my orange juice. It is, it is what it is. I don't want to feel like the camera on me, the person watching me. You know what I'm saying? Then, you know, certain settings. A lot of people getting robbed or something like that. It's it just peace of mind. Why? Yeah. I, sometimes I'd rather be in a hotel where, you know, you got to rob me. You got to go through all of them. And, Man, we just had a, or whatever. a situation at the hotel this weekend. Where I'm sleeping, my girl in the bed, somebody walking in the room. 
Like they, had, they gave him our, their RK. Yeah. They wasn't a good worker or nothing. Like, that was oh, the room yeah, they nah. was checking in with. Yeah, they shit. Yeah, they got money. Like, <laughs> yeah, so I never have. But even with that, like, it's always going to be, like, it's, I think it's always, it's, it's always going to be, like, you know, be certain stuff and just being able to compromise. But I was just saying, though, like, for, like, how we was talking about, for DC, I have enough emotional intelligence to understand that. We go to DC... I'm not trying to be in no Airbnb. Well, it wasn't initially DC. Oh yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah, no, no, yeah. no. But that's what I was saying. The different grade of the trip, you know. Different. But, but even. But as I'm trying to tell you, people. Long story short, <laughs> even with small things, right. I love emotional intelligence because little things like that can ruin the trip. No, I right. agree. No, and, and I agree with you to a degree too because I I pick up on emotional intelligence and I realize how I pick up. I literally peep everything by accident. <laughs> Like it'd be the smallest things, but those small things have the biggest impact. Yeah, but but well, it can have the the biggest, the biggest yeah, imp- the biggest impact whether you do something or you don't. Yeah, do it could throw your whole day off. Throw your whole day off. And yeah. I gotta say, bro, it's really coming to happiness to me because that's what I said now. Like everybody, like, all right, you know, we invest a lot now and stuff. We can kind of get into that now, like more so like the investments and like how we got to that and that. Like, but like, I want to tell everybody too, like, especially our people, like, stop trying to compare everything. I don't want to say that. That just hit me this hard. Like, when I say I invest in stocks, real estate, forex, businesses, whatever, I don't. I'm not. It's not a competition. Because at the end of the day, we behind the eight ball. I don't care what you invested in. Invest. You know what I'm saying? I want to say that. Stop, stop making everything like a, like a cop. We gotta stop. We gotta yeah. stop doing it, like race. making everything in competition. And we gonna have our forex guys on, our bros on. You know what I'm saying? We got mad people in real estate. I feel like the biggest investment is like yourself. Ev- yourself. Yourself. You willing to put that money up into anything? That's the yeah. investment. So it, it it don't come with me trying to. I'm, I'm my lane is better than your lane. Mm-hmm. We gonna get into more of that. Enough money out here for everybody. Yeah, and- you know, when you invest in yourself, you'll be able to help others or people around you. But if you don't invest in yourself or pour back into yourself, especially after beating yourself up so much and forgetting to build yourself back up, it, it's going to have a negative effect on you. And investing don't just mean money. Yeah, I, bro. I time. Oh, exactly. Uh, research. Yes. Do your due diligence on whatever you went to, whatever Anything. is your twist. Invest yourself into it. This is my biggest one right here. Invest in the people around you. Mm. Invest in your friends. I know that sounds crazy. We hear that a lot. But no, I mean, really invest in your friends. I really. But when I made the biggest shit, like, I ain't gonna lie, like, when I made the biggest, like, it's crazy because, like, when I stopped watching football, you know, it's five years ago. You, It's funny, but I lost friends. You know, the reason you lost, I thought about saying, damn, the reason I lost friends because every Sunday we dedicated going to this one bar, drinking, and that's just what it is. It's just that whole day football. So when I stopped doing myself, I'm like, damn. When I thought about it, I'm like, we don't even chill. We don't even. But I'm like, oh, fuck, I got 12 hours to get to my work. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Then as you get further in your work, you're like, oh, hold on. Me and bro, we bros. But it really ain't how I thought. Mm-hmm. So it really hit me. Like, when a lot of my friends, it was like, damn. It hurt it. I ain't gonna lie, it hurt. I was like, damn. They really, they are my friend, and we have love for me, but it's not good for me to be with them. Yeah. Like, that's Circle really the bit, yo, your circle. Everybody can't go. Yeah, everybody can't go. You really invest, I, I know, invest in your circle, man. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing that was me is like, I'm not too my own home with this and all like that, but like in my circle when I was growing up, 
we was probably like what our high school years and shit. I was probably the smartest one in the room, or one of the smartest ones. And now I'm like, I don't want to be the smartest one in the room, because I felt myself then it was just like I was the one always kind of like proposing ideas and stuff. Like yo, you know how much ahead? Like, I don't want to, yo. We was ahead on a lot of shit, man. We was twitching and gaming. Me and uh, we, I don't say names, but we was twitching and gaming in eighth grade. Like where you had to do a render and all that on your own, scheduling our own game battles, making money and stuff. Yeah. Eighth grade. That's crazy. So now when I look at, it, I'm seeing these Twitch people. I'm like, and I was telling my boys in ninth, tenth grade, I'm like, yo, bro, we just gotta get our own channel. You gotta get our own league. I said, people ain't doing this, but look at it now. Now yeah. it's like the lane for it. even that business, real estate, every year market that we try to get into. Two, three people wouldn't even talk about it. It's, you look at it now, it's saturated. It's saturated. The stocks. Oh. Oh. <laughs> hmm. Stop, right? Like, you know, everyone want to get into these things. I'm just like, imagine if back then, if all 10 of us was the same people, mm-hmm. was thinking on that same accord. We was at Rutgers. Good, good old days. <laughs> you just had flashback. Yeah, flashback. <laughs> nah, we had, we had yeah, some. Uh, nah, we definitely had some. Some good thing. So what's I want to ask y'all like what's the difference between do you feel a difference actually do you feel a difference in your circle now versus them? And I don't even want to I kind of don't want to structure it that way because I don't want to compare it to like right, right. I mean, yeah, but I, I'm just saying, I'm not saying it that way to compare like oh you how like because it it'll kind of come off like oh how's your new friend versus your old friends? Nah, I don't want to be I'm not painted that way, but um, not to compare, but. My circle now, um, it, it, I'm encouraged by the things they do. Like they push me, without even saying it, they push me to to do other things and to self reflect and to be greater. Um, my circle is small. You know, I have different different friends in different places. You know, but but they all add value to my life. So I think that's the biggest difference. I don't have any wasteful. Friend energy right. around me. That's a good one, right there. Yeah, I like I, I, I like that one because I like that one. Wait, how about you, Don? Basically, like how what, like is there any difference in your circle like now the versus then? Like you know what I'm saying? Basically, because I'm, I'm trying to be PG as possible, right, nice yeah. as possible. But but I'm basically just saying a lot of people that was on this journey. You know, a lot of people when we started uh, to bring on this journey with us and shit. They didn't they didn't see it. Fuck it. A lot of motherfuckers ain't see us being here where we is now or doing the things we're doing now for the real estate that starts and shit like that now. So what's the difference in the people you we dealing with now with that? Because I ain't gonna lie, I wasn't getting shit done two, three years ago. Just keep it keep it correct. I was trying to be nice, but they say sometimes you grow to grow apart when you live to get old. Mm-hmm. Mm, damn. And that's just what it is. Like when you trying to leave a legacy, when you're trying to leave a mark, when you're trying to do some great things. When the people around you don't see you as more than what you previously are or currently are or was, then you kind of got to remove yourself from that because you're never you're not in a circle. You're in a cage at that oh, point. Yeah. You're yeah. never going to be able to grow around, you know, that type of environment where your growth is competition or, you know, when you make suggestions or just try to help and pour into other people, it's a competition or it's, oh, you think you're better than me and things. So. It's unfortunate, it hurts, it's sad because it's going to happen. But at the end of the day, you have to know who you are 
as an individual because that's how a lot of people get tricked out of their spots because the people Big around facts. them, you know, they trying to please this person or try to act like they doing this and what's this or what's that. And it's like, stay true to who you are and the people that's meant for you will be for you and will be there. Right. And- you ain't, ain't got to pretend. And, that, and, and that's why I said I'm always, you will see the themes that they, we talk about always going to kind of correlate to emotional intelligence. Because you got to be emotionally intelligent to understand or I have to, I'm not cutting my friend off, but I have to just go, go this route. Interject. I, I mean, I don't know if there's gonna be any young kids watching this, but it is cool to be smart. It's yes. cool to be forward thinking. It's cool to be different. You're gonna have friends that tell you, "Man, you sound stupid. That's dumb. Ain't nobody gonna do that." Man, trust in what you wrong. believe they in. They're only saying that to scare you away from Weird. your dreams. That's their, that's their fears, their insecurity. Bro, you know what it is? Is what they hate in you is something they really want to do yeah. mm-hmm. or want to be. And that's what it is. So they try to make you feel you like feel it ain't sm- good. So you can basically just I, give them. The I, I go through that all the time with my personality. Like you know, you know, I, mean, I got a, you know, I got a bold personality. I'm just going to say wherever I want, when I want. It is what it is. Like, and I see that. Like, I'm, I'm freeing that. Like, in a sense where you know, I just don't care. Where a lot of people try to condemn me for that, mm. or say I'm mm. wrong. <laughs> say you know, yo, that's one of my biggest downfalls. Speak on that right quick. That was my biggest downfall the last, like, when we first were starting everything and everything, being too nice. A lot of people was coming out and saying, yo, you, you know, you might be a little bit nicer, you know. Give people more the benefit of the doubt, you know what I mean? And I was like, and, and I asked him, like, you know, maybe I will. I'm like, let me let me try that. And I actually tried it, you know, giving people the benefit of the doubt. And what I found was just, like, I'm living for the motherfucker. Mm-hmm. That happened in the Yeah, it, it, wasn't, you know, it wasn't as if, like, I, I, I was fulfilled. So I'm like, damn. All the greatness, all the things I bring, I'm just enhancing your life. And then I'm looking at like, you know, because you know we investors. Let's keep it around. Mm-hmm. I don't go fuck it, what it is. If I put about 5% energy, I need to see the return on an investment. And I need to leave 5% back. Right. <laughs> Anything less than that, I'm not taking it. So I know what I bring to the table. You know, and 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 I know I have like a numerical number of my value. So how do you feel <laughs> when people when people tell you to be humble? Um, I just feel I, honestly, bro. But when I hear like be humble, I may maybe be a little extra. But for me, when I hear be humble, I feel like yo, you black, get in that box. Hum, like like, why are you like that? Like why are, why are you, you yeah? Why are you confident? And I feel like that even even like you look at the situation like you know uh, I forget her name apologize for me uh, but uh, the the tennis the, player not the ten, her Osaka yeah you look at Osaka no Osaka you look yeah. at the lady that's uh, I forget her name it's one woman talking about the one in the Olympics the gymnastics one she's the goat she's Simon, real good there we go Simone Biles yeah. um, when I hear like no we need that mm-hmm. we need that representation. Right. I just always felt like that. I felt like for me being a baby, when I come from, I'm like, how how did I make it through all these things? Y'all told me to be humble, not talk about these stuff. You know what I'm saying? I didn't fall into crazy anxiety and depression. You know, so I go to mentally, I'm like, you know, me loving myself. I thought people would be proud of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I absolutely fuck me up. Come come out of my de- like being happy, depressed, and bipolar shit. I'm thinking like, oh okay, I love myself. You know, I'm gonna big myself up. People are like, nah, you cocky. Nah, you you arrogant. Like, I'm like, but I never heard this ever. They're like, nah, nah. Oh, you don't tell yourself that. <laughs> they like, wait till we tell you. I'm like, well, what do I? I'm like, well, why can't we? You tell me. 
I feel like when people tell me to be humble, it's kind of a way to to one trick you out of your spot and to also be like, no matter how big you get, always fuck with me. Yeah. Mm. Always. Don't forget where you come from. Like, 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 don't forget where you come from. That's different. Yeah. But my thing, my thing with being humble is too, like the facts is the facts. So sometimes you can't be like, the, I'm just telling you the facts. I'm a God. This is the facts. Period. That's how I look at myself. Because like I said, I don't, and this is the thing, and this is what we're going to talk about. It's the days like societal views and like societal limits. Like how they put on this, like how they, how everything that we was taught with is a lie. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, it's funny. I crack up. Like even when we say like the word just God, like how when we say that people look, you know, y'all don't pay attention. I pay attention so often, but just when we call ourselves God and stuff, people really say to stuff like, oh, who are you? Oh, you're God. <laughs> oh, what make you think you can? And I'm gonna tell the people now what why why we say we gods, right? Um the the black man that have knowledge of himself, he is God. And where I come from, what I believe, because I didn't understand it is through uh, you know, the black man was a god. So through him I have all his abilities. I have the abilities to change my family fortune, to live or die to you you know to really do anything i have all those abilities i don't have to sit and pray and ask anybody anything and then the best part about being a god or how we look at these things i'm not trying to be right i don't care about your religion i don't care what you do you know what i'm saying i'm not trying to be right i'm not trying to say y'all practice what i practice and that's what i think with the OR people is like everybody want to be right everybody want the right religion everybody want the right investment plan the right avenue so you can come back and everybody's so focused on telling everybody oh i was right you're not even running your own race. Mm. You're not even really even like fully indulging into your own practice, your own self, whatever that is, that thing is you're focusing on. Mm. So like I said, I focus on myself so much that it's like I live through my ancestors. And I know all the sacrifices my ancestors made. You know, and I know, like I said, it, it, that epitome, that king or whatever that, uh, you know, that black ancestor was, it's a god. So I'm playing to another black man. Through that person, I have all those same abilities. So that's how I look at it. And even in that definition, that's not super defined. Right, right. You're not going to Google anything I said to find it in, in a book. You know why? Because it's my race. It's how I feel. I don't come to Dom and say, Dom, it's how you got operator. You know, we don't do that. So and, I, and how I look at that, you know, you know, just calling myself a God or just being, you know, having that manifesting that God energy is just knowing yourself really believing in yourself and just betting on yourself um that energy to do what's right is always there and not even what's right but do what's best for you Mm -hmm. um a lot of times we get caught up in trying to please everybody else that we forget who we really are so knowing who you are what he's what he said shit is like a scavenger hunt just gotta find it Mm -hmm. jeezy it's like a scavenger (laughs) hunt it's already within us you just got to find who you really are, the things you do like, you don't like, the things that trigger you, and, and, and learn how to you know maneuver around those things. But it's already in us. Everything we need to be successful, to do all these great things, we already have it. We just, again, like with Gary saying, just got to really focus on us and really focus on who we really are and the things that we can do. But when we get caught up in trying to please everybody else and society, society, society fitting into their and box, like, their rules, like you know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, we got to do it this way. Says who? Who? Why? Where? Why? 
And, and when a, you ask those questions, people like they the looking at you crazy because they told they, us who they, who they, why, they why are we listen to they. Help you through? Like exactly. So it's just that's when we that's why we say you know or carry ourselves the way we do because it's not like we better than anybody. No, but at the <laughs> end of the day, I know I'm better than all of them, and no, no disrespect, you but it's just right. like that's how you gotta believe you gotta in yourself. Like, like I gotta that. know, and it ain't no comparison. It ain't no. Competition, but it's like, listen, I you gotta believe in yourself. But at the end of the day, bro, it's a fact. But I also think that it is a competition, so I don't think there's nothing wrong with the competition. Nah. Because I I, I love that because it's like now nah, it's ten brothers, we all work like we in our investment group. I'm not gonna let y'all work me. Listen. And that's the thing, like, I'm not letting y'all work me. Y'all not gonna keep coming in that investment group talking about y'all how y'all did this, y'all did that. We made this money <laughs> in trade, and I'm sitting on the sidelines. So I, I really believe that that's actually you know you know what I mean a good thing. Mm-hmm. I ask you because you because you always look at you like my uh one of my OGs. You know I don't want to make you say my boy old my boy now my boy in his prime prime rib. You know what I mean? Listen, what are you gonna do all that? But I always looked up to you. Just just more so on a, on, on a mindset sense. And when I was in college and you was like schooling me, you always were like yo. You ain't say stay humble exactly, but you kind of say that in that term. But like yo like. A lot of these things can be like a facade, like far as like the women, the, the, the parties we doing on all this. She always like, yo, like we gonna make sure we wake up, we gonna work out. That's one is he got me on my shit. Yo. We we working out, no matter how wild of a night we had, six seven in the morning, we in that gym. So I want you to speak on, bro, just like being where you at now and like having us a little bit more under your wing. How like that? that speak on that false perception we had. When you was in your, when you was like twenty two, twenty three. Um, well, that was what college, right? Mm-hmm. College. That was more so to not not get lost in the hype. Like like it's okay to have fun and enjoy yourself, but stay focused and and, and have a goal that you're trying to reach. You know, all through life you're gonna go through obstacles, you're gonna go through distractions, not just women, you know, people, bros, family. Um, so that was more more or less just to stay focused and and try to attain something. Because um, even since then, I've I've grown, and not that any of y'all under my wing, and we partners now. Yeah, we, we, um, I don't know if I'm jumping ahead, but the the, the you helped me over the past yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, I was just saying. And, no. You know, in a sense, we get to it, but you know, just trying to stay focused and, and don't get lost in the hype. Um, Perception. I mean, you know how college was. Everybody looked like they doing something. Yeah, but ain't nobody. Wasn't nobody doing no shit. that. <laughs> Nothing shaking. One of our, one of our most. I'm not gonna say his name, but one of our most successful friends. Yeah, yeah, we didn't want to say it. Didn't even finish school. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like nobody would have. You know, nobody would have. Yo, that's crazy. So you know, a lot of it was look at me. This is what I'm doing. But are you really doing something? So I just used to say that like. You know, at the time it was just going to the gym, just looking good, you know, trying to stay right. in shape. But in totality, it was, you know, just don't get caught up in the hype. Don't get caught up in the masses. Cause just because everybody's doing this doesn't mm-hmm. mean it's right or it's going to work. So that's that's more or less what I was saying to you back then. Thank you heavily for that, bro. Um, and, you know, I'm one of the smarter ones. So I, I definitely took caught on early on and, and took the advice. And that's why I want, one thing I wanted to say about, like, just school and everything. It, it's crazy how I look at all that stuff now because it's like, School, American society in general, bro, this is one of my little theories. You know, I was coming with theories. One of my little theories is like, they teach you what to think, not how to think. Mm-hmm. 
So they're going to teach us exactly what to think, you know, how we think of school, life, evaluation, go get a job, do this, yada, yada, yada. But um, even not even being served, like even not even trying to be deep, one of the biggest things we don't even learn from society is like how to manage money. So it's like, even if you make all this money, that's one thing I learned. I learned that it's like, you know, you hear that expression like, you hear like, oh man, they had all this money and blew it. And when we young, we're like, man, shit, give me a million, I ain't going to do it. No, you're going to blow that money. Like, you're going to blow right, that money. They, yeah, bro. You know, they say, if, if you can't manage a hundred dollars, you're not going to be able to manage a thousand dollars and so on and so forth. Or a million. It sounds crazy though, bro. And I don't believe it. It's the truth. If you can't manage what you have, what are you going to do with more? Just blood. They don't understand, bro. And it's because we, and like I said, because it was what we trained to think. I tell people all the time, like, don't get it wrong. America is in, is the best business in the world. The best business. No. You know, you look at it, the land of the free, everything is built on. Um, but with any business, a successful business is built off its business model. And what I mean by that is everybody that's in the everybody in them has, has built a world where everybody works. Yeah, everybody pay taxes, everybody's like a, a funnel that's 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 funneling back into us. Now I have a theory. This is one of my things. I, I haven't really inspired on this too much, but here we go. So, you know the like you know through slavery, was well, you know, 1600s, right? They tell you, like current day, you know we're big on finance. We study this all the time. We talk about this in our investment group. But current day people, y'all don't know. They they have literally tests and 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 factual information and things that can show you why, as a people, black people, you know, black people, Latino people are bad with money because of like you know slavery, that trauma of us hating each other. You know, all these things, right? So think of, all, so to now, you know, we 27, 28, 30 years old, and they're telling us that some of these habits we have come from the 1600s of our ancestors being abused and took That's advantage crazy. of, right? Right. So you got 400 years of that, right? All that negative energy, all all the beating, all the trauma, right? Why nobody never speak on the opposite end of that for white America? And we took on all that bad stuff what did they take on? They didn't take on any mindset. They didn't take on any trauma. They didn't reform slavery into America today and how you work. You think they this was going to be like, okay, well, we had all this money. Because mind you, slavery, like I said, I'm not mad. I'm, you know, it is what it is, business. That was the economy, unfortunately. That was the business model. So, you know, you don't think they like, oh, hold on, we just let our economy go? I feel as though to me, I mean, it's not a trader. I could be being a little bit extra here, but I feel as though the same way when we like, we're us as the people making millions of thousands off GameStop. They're like, hold on. We got to edit this game. Yeah, halt. Oh, there you go. Let me halt. You got to halt. You got to edit this game. Hold on. You don't want to be free? Everybody sleep? We're losing our sleep? We're losing the economy? Okay, let's transform that. So I think that literally, you know, the 400, 400 years of the cons, you can see through us with bad habits, bad money. The gangs not loving each other, but I think on the other end of that, you see that with white America with the police, <laughs> with the government, <laughs> you know, with the hospital system. You know, I still want to know where these, you know, you know, bodies is going through the hospital, <laughs> black bodies, but nobody want to tell me, so we'll keep asking around. Hopefully, get a chance. But I guess y'all got to talk about that a bit. I know I probably be a little too deep with y'all that one, but yeah, I always think about that. Like, what's the opposite end of that? Like, what traits did they take on?
I don't think they probably took on them. They just telling us what they wanted to know to, you know, kind of trick us out of I our mean, spots. To, to, to feed into that. Because, you know, I mean, because, oh, because what do rich people tell other rich people when they telling poor people with how to get money? They don't like it. Like, they, it, it's like, so it's like, they tell us one thing, but they do another. Mm-hmm. Factual. Mm-hmm. Trick to the trade. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, can't, I can't give you all the secrets. Then yeah. you're going to be what I'm saying. Yeah. Right, and like I said, I, I get, like I said, I get, I respect it, but I'm just more so. My mindset is more so. Us as a people, we have to just recognize this and, and, and do our thing. But how do we recognize it, bro? It's just like I, I'm a less is more guy. You know that. So I think that well, even with the investment side of things, like it's not going to be something abrupt. You know what I'm saying? One of my favorite books is the Jewish Phenomenon. You know what I'm saying? And in there, he says that like, you know, when in the 1800s and stuff like that, when, like, you know, the Jews were migrating over here, you know, the first generation doctors and stuff, they knew they were going to make a bunch of money. Mm-hmm. Like, they knew. They yeah, they already knew that, like, you know what I'm saying? They knew that, okay, us going to get our degrees, that's going to help. Our, me going to get my uh, licensing or whatever it was back then to be a doctor, that's going to help my grandkids open a doctor's office. Mm-hmm. So they already knew, okay, this is the 20-year sacrifice. I think it's with us is first understanding that. Like, it's going to have to be a 20-year sacrifice. Like, like, basically, our lifetime, it's over. Like, so basically, you have to die. Like, even us right now, the reason why I think that we're so successful is because we're already dead. To me, it doesn't matter. To the world. Yeah, we're already dead. Like, it, it, you know what I'm saying? We're already dead. To the world, we're already, we're already dead. We're, we're the outcast. We're the outcast. We're already dead. You know, it's with the youth. So it's easy for And then when you align with the world thing, which I think with ourselves, and myself, I'm already dead. Not in the sense of I'm dead. I'm more than alive. I'm living. I'm here in my natural self more than anything. But it's like I'm ready for not ready for that. But I understand that that's for, that's just the cycle of life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that while I'm here, I play my seeds. The death part is just the, the, the part of yeah, it. The beginning. But a lot of people they so scared that life is. I feel like I'm not saying this, but I feel like a lot of people don't have like they haven't found that meaningfulness in their life, where they like fuck dying. Fuck, <laughs> even thinking of that to sacrifice anything else. Like when you even say the death in our community is is like the biggest taboo, but all we do is die. I don't understand. So you don't want to talk about death, but every damn day we're dying. So you know, even and leaving nothing. Nothing. So it it just be it just be confused. Maybe we have me sent back. Just be like, damn, like you know. That's why I would say today, like, yo, one of the things we have to talk about is just like. How everything we was taught was just a lie. Big lie. Everything. From just saving your money to just, you know, work. I mean, I, I like working. I'm not down to working. But even, there's not nothing wrong with working or finding that job that completes your happiness. But tying our worthiness to a job. That's that's the part for me that just don't sit good. Like, I don't like tying my worthiness to a job. Like people get caught up in the titles. And yeah, like yeah, yeah, like <laughs> I, you know, I be having a conversation with my mom and her every at the end. We be talking about work and you know things like that, and she always, I'm almost at my pension. Like, yeah, I get that, and I understand that's your error. That's what you. But when you get there, then what? Then what? Yeah. I don't see myself 
working 40 hours a week until I'm, what is it, 65? 55? Yeah. I don't even know because I don't plan on working that long. But I just don't see myself working to the bone for somebody or a corporation for all of my life to enjoy the last 20. It don't make sense, bro. It don't make sense. And if you think about it, look at this now. The, the average, I just do a laptop, the average monthly uh, income for a pension is about 1500 to $2,500 a month. Nothing with that. You know? So to piggyback off that, bro, um, one of my favorite quotes right now by a rapper, Trev Rich. I think he's from, I don't know where he's from. I think he's from Jersey. I think. I'm not sure. But the album called Out the Dark. And on, it's, oh man, it's one of my top three albums this year, man. Shit, crazy. But one of the things he said on there was, people, and he said black people, too, he said, black people will, you invest for that raise, but you want to invest in your soul. Mm-hmm. Like, you will, bu- basically what he said in the song was like, you'll bust your ass for this job, go crazy, get that raise, you know what I'm saying? But you won't make not even one investment for your soul, your peace of mind, or anything of that nature. So that's my only. So when I think about, it, that's my only thing I have. I don't have a problem with no job. I do whatever floats your boat. But that's my only thing is, is like whatever you're willing to give that job, give it to yourself. Because I feel like once you give it to yourself, it's just gonna make your whole everything good with the job. You know what I mean, because you know me, I you know me, I hate my job. I used to have, you know me, I hate, I'm not a worker. I hate my job. We only got three more years of this thing going on. Max, but when I, I changed my mindset to like, oh, okay, my job is my investment. Yeah. Capital. There's no capital. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I come here, I provide service, and they just pay me for it. When I put it that way, it's like I, I wouldn't go to work. Uh, uh, I'd be pissed off. <laughs> I'm going out there mad and looking crazy. You know what I'm saying? Then it really it's changed. Funny it. your dream. Yeah, it's fun your dream. It's funny your so dream. then like when we there twelve hours and we all sick and everybody else mad, I'm like, hey, like why are you sick? I'm like, I just I just I just put two thousand in the stock market. You know what I'm saying? I just made five grand. Yeah, I mean then the whole conversation changed and that's when you know so that's that's one so to speak on that, let's pivot a little bit more. Let's get the people, man, they wanna they wanna talk to us about our investments, man. Our money moves, man. Our <laughs> investments, you know what I'm saying? Let's just start with that. Uh, damn, where would we start with that? Which one? Yeah, well, I'll start with how I got into Yeah, start it with your investment, what you're doing what right I'm now. Doing what you're doing now and things like that. Um, About November 2019, it was? Wow. Yeah. yeah. 19. 2019, yeah. Um, I had, what was it? I was just looking to get an investing. Um, I've always wanted to learn more about stocks. Um, knew a little bit about penny stocks, but never really pulled the trigger on anything. Uh, just talking to Gary and just really just building at the minds, honestly. This is just one of those summers or times me and him just really reconnected again and just really dove deep into a lot of the stock and credit and just everything. Um, long story short, November 2019, I started with about $300. Maybe, yeah, yeah, it was $300. Um, and today I'm pushing 20K. And all I do is buy and hold. I don't do no day trading, no options, nothing. I'm, I'm playing it safe right now um, until I can master the, the day trading and options, you know, like uh, Shalik and Garrett. Which you won't have to do, honestly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but I still just want to yeah, add that under my tool yeah, belt, yeah, under my yeah, tool yeah, belt. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. That's, that's power. That's mad though. I'm a comment on that. I let Lee go about how me and him got started. Oh. Um, 
Oh, I'm and I'm, I'm I'm gonna gonna but before I even pull the trigger on anything, me and Leek was talking about it when we were working together. And you know, he was telling me about a lot of the DraftKings. I remember DraftKings flew out to Miami and all that. So that's when we, and this was what, 2018? Yeah. Yeah, this is before yeah, 2018. Shout out to DraftKings. So yeah. A lot of money. I love y'all. <laughs> so that's and then to see everything full circle again is just like it's crazy. I'm sorry, my fault. How you doing? So with me, I I've always had a, a financial mind to say. Um, but for me, I did a lot of second guessing. And when I saw the bro G, I mean, he was just, he was giving out so much free game. Months after months after months on all social media having meetings and meetups, and I'm watching. I'm like, man, I still ain't pull a trigger on nothing. So I, I hit the, I, I hit Gary up, and we talk. We what we talked for like two months before I yeah, even bro. really did yeah. anything. Yeah, yeah. We just talking. We just talking and chopping it up. And he's just like, yo, what are you waiting for? Like, just buy, yeah, right. Like, I was like, I started. I think I started snapping. Yeah, like, yo, just, <laughs> just do it. Jump in. And I can see that. Yeah, you know me. You know we not gonna <laughs> yeah. talk a month. And you keep asking yeah. what I'm doing. It's like, we come on, like every day, texting him six in the morning. Yeah, we up. I yeah, ain't, I ain't even in the stock market. I'm we just up. texting him, and you know I, he gave me he gave me the, the the confidence to to really to really go in. And um, I don't know what I started with. My first stock was it was DraftKings. It it wasn't even DraftKings yet. Who start with? No, nah. is it an option or no no no? It was. It was a it was a regular stock. It was Diamond something Corporation. They weren't. I, 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 I knew it was. I knew it was. Yeah, Diamond Acquisition Joint. There we go. We got yep. the drop. We bought them drop. Yeah, we bought. Yeah, we got. <laughs> we got the drop. Shout out to DraftKings before they went public. Shout out to y'all, man. <laughs> they and brought then, the back. You know, from there we went on, and then I see him talking about options, and we really. Uh, it was a it was a good it was a good we, summer. We, it, was, it was a good summer. You know. Yeah, yeah, Lee, that shit was great. Know, now I have I have multiple trading accounts. I didn't talk numbers, but he's allowed having him on my side has allowed me to create another uh, channel of wealth or income to say. And confidence, bro. Because confidence too, yes. Because absolutely. I wouldn't have the confidence or the balls to walk away from my job in February if I didn't have. I knew I had the stock if need be. Yeah. So, Got that emergency capital yeah, stuff there. Disclaimer, though. You can't, you can't just come to somebody and just always ask them questions about yeah. things. Like he's one of the people he's gonna tell you, <coughs> do it. I am not your fiduciary. Yeah, I don't do it for you. Do your research. Do your due diligence. You know what I mean. But do your research, and that's something that I picked up from him. He's like, look, you, you listen to me if you want. That's on that you. Ain't gonna be good for you. You know what I mean. So do your re- and that's something that he's instilled in me when, um, when it comes to the stock market. And just invest in period. Just always do your due diligence, do your research, and just have that confidence to, you know, follow what you, what you have. I appreciate y'all, man. Cause like I said, I, I uh, I ain't, I don't know. I be thinking I know people that can read people. I'm like, for one thing with the stock market, I feel like it's for all, all black people. For one, because it's like we were traded. I was about to say we was the we, first. We stock. were we were traded. Yeah, so we now we trade. First like, that's really what I say. Like we were traded, first so now we trade. Like, like when I make a move on the stock market, I feel like. Not to be extra, but like, damn, like it's a big thing. Like, you know, all the sacrifice that had to be made for me, the opportunity. I could feed my family off of reading some charts 
in, in now there's not financial advice not to put this right <laughs> yeah you know this is you know this is only informational purposes only you know this is not an easy game i'm not saying it's easy but it's one of them things where, like i said if you give it like a person like me i get my job eight to twelve hours so there's no reason i can't get my, my training at least you know six hours and then once I started doing that, I started seeing what's, what's going on. The best part about I like about all of us is like everybody here that's totally different. different yeah. Have I ever come to y'all and say, yo, do it this way? Nope. I don't do anything. I, I, honestly, y'all shock me because I don't really do nothing for y'all, honestly. So you are buying whole. I do that with you. We got to do that. Me and him more so. Me and Leek, uh, we day trade. He's more of a day trader. And I'm kind of like more in the middle, long like long term. So it, it's real dope. Like I said earlier, we're not trying to be right. Because mm-hmm. if I come to y'all and I'm like, yo, I know this right way to do something, we won't be here today. Niggas be like, hold on, because we would have lost. We are the thing about the people. We lose money. Yeah. Oh yeah, we lose a money. Lot, like yeah. I'm probably down like thirty thousand right now. Thirty, forty thousand. And it's and it's cool. I understand like it's like stunning like that. It's not. It's cool because I've been through it, so I know how the cycles go and stuff. And I got to tell everybody it's like, you know. You want to have ten thousand market, fifty, then a hundred, then two hundred. So you able to be down forty thousand. Not to say it's a good thing, because the rule number one in the vet was two rules in investing. Rule number one, don't lose money. Rule number two, rule number one. So it's not saying I'm down as like a clout thing. That's definitely not a clout thing because I ain't trust me. I didn't lose forty to come in here to tell y'all I lost forty. Like it ain't no, it ain't no joke. But I'm just sad to say is that you know when you scale your money and everything, you know, say if forty percent is only let's say for instance only you know fifty percent of your portfolio, yeah. it's house money. But um, I actually like the real estate investing a little bit more. Y'all like the stock? I like the stocks too, but I just feel like uh, I'm just real big on the real estate, man. I like what we doing in the real estate, and I, I I can't wait for us to get our next job. Yeah, that was the most exciting for me in the last year. It's like uh, being able to grab my first investment property. That's the biggest thing to me. Shout out to our homie, uh, our bro, Two Dot Mayor. Yeah. Shout out to the God. Shout out. Quality we got, we got the best. Man. We got the best contractor in the world. Quality team. Yeah, yeah, I mean, team just different. But um, shout out to bro for making that an easy process. But um, amongst that, like amongst the self development investing, the stock investing, and investing in real estate, this, this should be so good. I like investing in my peace of mind just like my my well-being not even just how i feel but just like how i think so just even investing in courses and right investing in consulting and coaching well, that's part of it bro like that like, like, people don't know like, i got i got a well me anyway i got a budget of five dollars a month just for courses and stuff so i come to you like yo we're gonna buy this algorithm and stuff like that and we buy our eggs people like oh how y'all winning i'm willing i'm willing to put up more money than you can we tell them how much the algorithm is just so you get an idea of how much we're willing to invest in ourselves you can tell them this is like two thousand yeah just two, two grand two k got investing yeah, how much is that two grand gonna make you it'll probably it'll make us a hundred it'll make we're probably not even the goal is it is at fifty thousand five to fifty so i i got next summer Hundred and we're gonna kill them through like quadruple witching and all that. So like I'm I'm looking like go like twenty k deep on puts. And this is not financial advice. Not listen. Nothing we're talking just, about right here. Just just you to know, say something. He said put you you can make money when the stock market goes down yeah. as well. Yeah. So for all those people out there wondering oh, why, yeah, why the rich people so are still rich. What are your thoughts? What are y'all thoughts on people that 
that would rather just go to the poppy store gamble or just gamble at the casinos versus stock market. Um, what are your thoughts? Y'all thoughts on that? I, I dabble in that because I, I still gamble in sports every now and then. <laughs> um, <laughs> Ain't no wrong with gambling. You know, I, I always say to each his own, but I always say, you know, even gamblers when it comes to sports gambling, there's research that can be done. Numbers don't lie. I mean, regression, you know, is key. Stats, statistics, they don't lie. So, you know, I say if, you, if you're if a smart gambler, you know, do your thing. If you're just out there betting at the store, just throwing anything out. What's a smart gambler? The gambler, to, uh, well, the gambler I, that don't gamble to me. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why, you know, we're different. I, yeah, everybody <laughs> reviews. We, you know, this, this also plays into my trading Exactly. Well. This, it, 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 see, I, I'm glad you said that because stuff, it, how you look at other stuff, uh, tell you some investor you are. A- absolutely. So that's his. Because his, his, the thing is, we're not really investors, we're risk managers. That, there you go, risk management. Um, I always just keep saying this do your research. I give an example. Can I give an example? Yeah. If KD averaged 31 points right now, statistically, he should have 31 points tonight. Now, if I was gambling, would I put it at 31? No. I'll leave room for some regression. I'm going to go with 25. But that's just me. Do your research on whatever you invest in. And, you know, research ain't 100%. Either. Exactly. So, like, we, we be spot on. Yeah, that's like, the one thing about the market. Teacher. Don't get upset at yourself if, if a trade doesn't go your way. Like, if you did your due diligence and you can live with that, that, that it's okay. That is what it is. If nothing is 100%. Nothing. Well, you know me. I'm the king of transparency. The king, keep it real. So, uh, one thing I want to normalize too. I want to normalize this. Like, say when you're not good at something. I think that help everything. I'm not a good gambler, so I don't gamble. I know I'm not a good gambler. When I sit down and play talk or any card games, I know that I'm at a disadvantage. I don't like my odds. I know. Okay, we playing on whatever hand. If I put up fifty dollars, I already know that fifty. The chances of me making that back. Mm-hmm. 15 to 15% <laughs> at most. So, with me, it's like I got that mindset where it's like, okay, I'm only going to risk a dollar to make five. I've always been like that, no matter what it is. In, uh, for anything, I'm all, it don't matter what it is. I'm, it could be chairs to. <laughs> this is not crazy. It could be chairs to, uh, <laughs> you know, anything, business, any product, yeah, or anything. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm going to buy low, sell high. I'm only going to risk $1 to make five. So it's going to sound real funny. Like, you know, we from the hood, whatever the case may be. I tell people, we, this is when the campaign we started, too. We got to normalize saying, you know, you're a bad drug dealer. Or you're not a good drug dealer. <laughs> you're not a good gambler. And this is the reason why I hate gambling, bro. And I learned this. People don't really tell you gambling. At least going to probably laugh because you like, yeah, right. So I went gambling with my cousin. I ain't gonna say his name. But my cousin, he, this, this, he's, he's a madman to me. Like, I, I look at him like, this is ridiculous. So, we go to the casino. I only go to eat. Like, all I do. Milk, they be mad as hell. Milkshake, burger. I just sit you know, watch them. It's just it's fun for me. I'm just, I'm losing no money. So, I'm always the one smiling when we leave. Everybody crying and shit. I'm, I'm like, damn. I'm like, what's going on? He put up, he, he lost, I think, like 30,000, 40,000. I think that day, well, he lost 30,000, 30, 40,000. And the next day, we went, whatever. You feel me? He he won forty thousand or something like that. You see something like that. So we we talking shit. We they talking shit. We won forty thousand. We walk into the car. You know me. I'm start doing the mathematics. 
I'm like, oh shit. We basically broke. We we celebrated. We won, but we broke even. That's the trick. I said, oh shit. The gambling niggas don't tell you this part. They don't tell you the the, the losses. Nobody. And I learned that even with the stock market, we don't only. I, I think I'm the only person that really show y'all my portfolio and show y'all my L's. Mm-hmm. I, I don't really know the people that do that. Yeah. And that's to make it relative for you. Like, oh, like, oh, now you're going to lose. So I just like my. That's why I don't gamble. So how I, I can structure in the stock market where each time I win off a dollar, I make five dollars. Each time I lose, I lose that dollar. Mm-hmm. So I just like my odds better than when I go to a casino because right then there is like it is what it is. Like even with sports betting, it's like if MB don't, he either do or he don't. And then with options, you know, I could buy some time. You know, I can. I, so I was like, when we options for people that don't trade stocks is like basically if you're a sports better, it's like saying, all right. The Lakers are, I don't know how they say it, it's going to sound funny. Uh, I put 500 on the Lakers money line, right? But with your money line, you can be like, all right, to 2024. Like, <laughs> like they get a whole other year. So basically, if they would have lost this year, you'd be like, oh, they're going to win the championship year. next year. Yeah. So that's like how we trade options. So to answer your question a long window way, that's why I know I'm not a good gambler. And that's why you would never see me gambling. But you know Monopoly, that's different. Listen, you know, always the house always wins, man. Always, man. And, and that's what I'm saying too. But with us is like we taught the gamble. Like black, like we were, we're, we're taught the gamble, and it come from us running numbers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And they stole that from us, and it turned out to banks, mm-hmm. you know. And then they give us the predatory loans and stuff yeah. like that. And that's why we so big on Bitcoin and just the decentralization and everything. Everybody go buy the bitty. I'm gonna see this in camera too because basically what's gonna happen is the decentralization of money. Um. We're getting off that. People controlling our currency. You know, people, you know, these predatory uh, loans. You think about it in the hood, right? Uh, all these check cashings, payday loans, yep. and all these places. They're, they're predatory. Yep. So I be trying to tell everybody, like, you know, I get the whole Robin Hood thing, the whole cash app thing. I get that, and I'm happy for that. And I want it to be mobile for it. But basically what that's going to turn into is to us uh, a glorified check cashing on your phone where you're paying 20 to 25%. We're going to, it's going to set us back. It's not going to be as liberating. It feels liberating, and that's how they're smart. They're a good business model, but it's not as liberating you're, you're going to think. You know what the, the, the best part about that business model is? People are buying a product and don't realize it. Yeah. Like loans, <laughs> that's a product. Like like a product, products bro. That you're paying 20 to 25% <laughs> on. That, that's the that's, best. It's crazy. That's the most amazing. And that's how they make money. And, and they make money. And yeah. then they, you'll go in the bank. They look at you like, I ain't going to loan you that money. We going to take and of your money because you ain't got this certain score or yeah. credential. Oh, wait. You know what? You want the 10? All right, cool. 27% interest rate. So, in the, I, heard, and it's funny, I heard a person today, too, talking about something like buying some Gucci shoes or something like that on the firm. The firm. Uh, uh, yeah, exactly. You don't never know what it is. But basically, it's the shit where, like, something called 500, you can do, like, four payments oh, of 125. Man. It was a black person. And, I, and in my head, I'm just like, and, it's, and what they said was, I'm like, damn, is it that serious? I say, is the Gucci shoes that serious? What they pay 350 every two weeks. Yeah. I'm like, is it that Six serious? Months. And you know me, you know, and I laugh because you know me, bro. It's the best thing I like about having, I don't have money, but we got more money we ever had and yeah. shit. So it's like, the best thing now about being able to buy whatever we want is just like I don't even want it because it's like 
I'm really conscious of my dollars. Like, I don't like giving my dollar to nobody that ain't the same color as me. So if I spend anything over 200 bucks, I'm, I, it got to be a real good reason why I'm spending that 200 bucks. That's why you don't see me with no no Gucci, no none of that stuff. And, and I, I refuse to buy the Dior and the McQueen's and all that because it's just really like the money ain't going to us. And it's just it's like, it's just so expensive. I ain't gonna lie, I'm just too cheap. Yeah, and a lot of this, them big ass sneakers and shit be blowing my shit. Fucking. <laughs> no, I can say, yeah, I mean, that's what it is. It's made better. You stupid. Like I said, I'm not, not like I said, because you like what you like, I'm not, not going to what you like. Cause, like I said, you're going to spend the money anyway for them. You know, it's the vice. But like I, like I put on Instagram the other day, it's just like, I don't know where it is in black culture where it's just like, we shun the person for paying less, or we shun the person for not spending the most. You know, we shun the person to go in the club and don't buy a thousand dollar section. Like I, like I put on the Instagram, I'm like, yo, I always felt more gully, pouring my tequila in the water bottle Slide. and slide <laughs> in that joint, and I'm and I'm at the bar ordering me water and I'm taking a sip of my water in their face, but it's tequila, like and I ain't paying nothing. Like I just, to me, I just feel like I'm flipping the system rather than going in there and just willingly like. A smooth robbery, just yeah. give me all thousand dollars. It looked like you look like you got it. I'm cool. Now go back to our perception though, saying you know, like, you know, what, what they it. taught us. They taught us to look like it and I have it. And I have it, absolutely. Right. And that's most of us. We talk a good one, we look like we got it. Deep down inside we ain't got we ain't got a pot to piss in. <laughs> I'ma tell you one thing. And ain't that funny, the people who barely got a pot to piss in got the most pride. Yeah. Well that's why though, because... I'm gonna tell y'all when y'all see me dressing like Adam Sandler, just know. I do it now. Yo, it's funny I was talking about this earlier. I was like, my, my fashion <laughs> sense. Like, he be wild. I was saying earlier, my fashion no. sense. Like, I don't even know my fashion sense. I just be wearing shit. I, I just don't even care. It, it, but it'd be like, I, I got that Republican, Republican swag. I just don't even care. Like, it's just be like, throw the lovers on his jeans. Like, Take it is what it is. Like, it is what it is. Because I just account. hate looking like Like, I just hate. Everybody wearing, I don't know, I said, everybody wearing the Jordans. I said, I'm going to start wearing shoes. Like, it was, it's not even because I like shoes. It's just like, everybody wearing Jordans. I'm, I'm telling shoes. y'all, the next step for me, I know, every time y'all see me, I got sweats or track pants. Yeah, so. no, nah, it's going to be like that. The, ne- the next step, no pockets. <laughs> hey, yo. No pockets. No pockets, where it at? Hey, yo. When y'all see me go like this, no pockets, yeah. It's on. <laughs> Quote me, for real. <laughs> Yeah, bro. bro. Up. Yeah. Oh, they called yeah. me off guard with that. Bro, said, no pockets. Yeah. No pockets. No pockets. All right, bro. I'm trying to top you with that. That's a bit hard to top. Illegal. Your phone. Bro, get this shit stitched. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but look, bro. Air your phone right. now. So, you feel me? You got Apple. Where's that? Where's that? Where's that? Where's that? It's not a uh, what they call it. It's a satchel. It's not a purse. It's a satchel. Get you a satchel, fellas. Listen, I'll do the tutorial. What should be inside of it later? That's crazy. My dad been wearing them for years. Like Why the little fanny fanny just in the But I ain't being funny. It's super. Co- it's super convenient. Like when I walk around with my Bitcoin and stuff, it's super. Co- it's <laughs> <laughs> super convenient. You know, I ain't gotta worry about nobody. You know, touching squeeze keys, touching my keys, man, and like that. But no, for real, for real, honestly, though, know, everybody invest in Bitcoin, man. It's gonna reverse slavery. I know it sounds crazy what I'm saying, but it, 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 it's gonna give us. A certain type of power, man, where it's, it's really ridiculous. So, what are your thoughts on 
the Ethereum's, Cardano, the ones that's supposed to be like Bitcoin or similar. Well, see, the thing about it is nothing's going to be like Bitcoin. Bitcoin's a grandfather of them all. I mean, Bitcoin, like, okay, uh, that's what I suggest. That's what I was saying to you earlier, bro. It's funny, these brothers just, um, the white papers. Mm-hmm. We're going to start on our investment group. One thing we're going to start doing is like uh, each time reading the white papers of the different those currencies we like. So if anybody out there, you listen, if you Google like Bitcoin white paper, uh, any cryptocurrency white paper is going to tell you the exact functionality of it. Mm-hmm. So like verbatim, like t- 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 Bitcoin joint is going to show you how they actually compute their blockchain and everything. So what I tell people like this, like I don't have the numbers in front. I can look it up, but who, who, who don't need, I better use a good enough examples. Um, Bitcoin got a limited supply. It's only twenty one million Bitcoin. Like say, so it's, Ethereum is probably like say a billion. You know what I'm saying? So, with Bitcoin, is 21 million coins, right? That'll be mine. Now, since everything is on the blockchain, which is computer, they can already tell that the last Bitcoin will be sold the year 2140. It's stamped. Yeah. We'll be going. But that's going to be the last Bitcoin, right? 90%, 90% of the supply of Bitcoin will be going the year 2040, which is only 19 years from now. So, if 90% of the supply is gone, how would you get the other 10% of the supply? Obviously, about this service. You have to cut my hair. You have to do something for me. You might even have to ship for me to pay you in Bitcoin. Bitcoin it's just travel. literally how it's going to be. Like, the ecosystem is going to be crazy for that. So, right now, I tell people right now, like the, the, you know, there's only like 2% of that market that really been tapped into. So, like, well, I tell all the time, one of our favorite stats, you only need 0.1337% of Bitcoin to be in the top 2% of voters. And that's only seven grand. And that was when it was almost 50,000. Yeah, 50,000. Probably less now. Yeah, probably way less now. So, what happens is, like, you know, as that market cap go up, like I said, it's pretty investor advice, too. All this stuff can happen, not happen. We don't know. Do your own due diligence. But all I'm just saying is this, right? Say in f- <laughs> five years, Bitcoin's at a million dollars, right? A coin. And you got $50,000 in Bitcoin. That would be $800,000, right? But as Bitcoin keep going up, functionality-wise, your coin's going to keep going up. Mm-hmm. Your money going to keep going up. You're a millionaire because now you just pay for everything in Bitcoin. It's not going to be like Ethereum and Cardona. Now, Ethereum and Cardona, they're more like platforms where Ethereum, they're going to be able to make the NFTs on there. You know what I mean? They, they, it's something with Ethereum. The bad thing about Ethereum was not bad, but like it was a little slow. So that's why Cardona is coming out like another version of Ethereum. Yeah, and that's why that's my favorite. So everybody always asks me what I invest in. This is a podcast. I, you know, we'll tell you what I invest in. What's not for you to invest in, but... The only cryptocurrencies I buy is Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Cardona. I'm pretty sure that's why Dom asked. He was trying to give y'all a bone, but <laughs> <laughs> that's the only cryptos I buy. Um, I will throw this out there. I wouldn't recommend it. The gambler in me. <laughs> I did throw a couple dollars at at, at one of them uh, shit coins they call it. Oh, most definitely. No, nah, that's. Listen, bro, you know the funny thing I like about that, bro? It's like this, like, it's a lane for everybody. So I tell people, like, once you know what kind of investor you is, you can allocate a certain amount of your portfolio to your gambles. Yeah. And 10% of my, I don't gamble. You know I don't gamble. Yeah. But 10% of my portfolio, I'll keep a couple thousand. We can be like, okay, let's put this on AMC. Let's put this on GameStop. Let's put this there. Whereas that is like, if we lose it, who cares? Exactly. Now, if we win, Great. hey, how's money? It's literally a gamble. But it's 
house money. Yeah, that's why I should switch up my terminology. Not to say gamble, but a little more risky. The well, riskier side. I, I think gamble good though, bro. Yeah. Because you know, with us, you can't even be proper. If you say risk, yeah, niggas true. would be like, oh, well, you ain't say the risk was that bad. Like, I think gamble was that bad. They risk and they just go the yeah, other way. They go the other way. And it's like, well, when they feel like. Feel like yes. Because every day you're taking it. Yeah. Like, every, that's the thing. Like, you're invested every day. It's just the, the difference in how you're looking at it. And like I try to tell people too, man, we're going to go heavy on investment this, 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 uh, this season uh, on the entrepreneurial side and the stock side because. All our nine to five people, y'all all are investing into y'all 401k. It's an investment. Yep. It's the stock market, literally. So you you don't realize it now because a lot of our audience is younger, but you know, a lot of people that were 65 going to retire this year or last year when the pandemic hit, they couldn't retire. Because mm-hmm. since your portfolio, you know, your 401k is tied directly to the stock market, stock market draw down 40%. Your million dollars in there is draw down to, you know, $600, where the kids may be. And I'll tell you the statistics. I'll be honest with you. Uh, most black and brown people don't even have a hundred thousand dollars in their four hundred one k. So you can imagine them. Their drawdown is basically like it wasn't even there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the things we specialize in over here is just like long term investing. And um, our asset management company is on the way too. Look, look out for that to help people out. But um, and the best thing about our the company is going to be we're going to do things on such a like basic level. Like we want people to, we want to just help people settle their retirement accounts yeah, and understand what you're investing exactly. in. Exactly. Have some cuz cuz when I show everybody the uh our uh, our quarter million uh retirement account, <laughs> our 5 year quarter million retirement account, they ain't gonna believe. But I'm like, nah, it's, it's like and there's anybody out there you want to challenge me or get the information, please do. Book consultation or hit us up. But I can show you in the last five years why your 401k would not perform the portfolio we kind of made for ourselves or we can provide for people. I'm not going to show you this. This is factual information. This is going to be, you know, during the pandemic, during the housing crash, during the uh, 9-11, or any, any, you know, anything obstacle we want to show you. So is it, like for people that got a 401k, what would you suggest? Like rolling it over, it is. Like, it really it, not it, even suggesting, but like, what would you do? It depends on the job in the four hundred one k, bro. Because you got like a regular four hundred one k, got a four hundred two b, yada yada yada. So basically, in that, depending on the job, you get a percentage. If it was me, the best advice I would say, and like I said, this is, I'm not just for this area, not investment advice. But if I had to think about how, how I think about my four hundred one k, I'm only going to allow them to take out whatever they match. Yep. So you match ten percent. I'll put in 10%, because that's free 10%. Like, you're going to match that 10% I put in. Um, if you match 1%, I'm going to put in one. My job currently does three. I think I do two. I do two, just because I don't really. Yeah, I do two. This would be nice. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't. I, yeah, I think I just do two. But on the, and the reason I say that is because, I, like, for instance, my personal opinion, I got people in my job that they do, like, 15 20%. But I'm like, okay, you you invest in tw- you're losing twenty. It's something called opportunity cost. So you're investing another twenty thousand, or say another ten to fifteen thousand into your four hundred one k. But you can't touch it till you're sixty five. So the thing about the four hundred one k is like, I don't like the fact that you know even if I do invest a high level of money in there, y'all telling me I got to make loans on my own money. So how did I accrue a hundred thousand? I got to take loans on that. Whereas though, the Roth IRA and our own individual accounts. I go buy real estate, 
You know what I'm saying? I can go purchase land. I can, you know, uh, start a business. You know what I'm saying? Um, all and, I don't, and with no justification, like I don't have to call HR and and tell them about the care the, the care act because of COVID, and and for, you know and, and you know what I mean. And go through hardship and no, I just call my brokerage, make this transfer, and, and go over. So I just say more so is knowing like have, developing a financial plan. And that's what uh, Generational Assets, our asset management company, going to do. We're going to be able to sit down with our clients and give them, like, a tailor-made investment plan for them. You know what I mean? For you, your family. And like I said, that's going to be, you know, more so the kids, yeah. 401k plans, yeah. how much you should put into that. Custodial accounts. Yeah, I was about to say that, custodial accounts. Yeah, that's, mean, like, that's yeah. another big thing, like custodial accounts. You know what I'm saying? Because most people don't know. It's just, people don't know that. People don't know if you're 25, I tell people, like, real basics. And that's why I say, like, running your own race. Like, people got to be real with themselves. Most of us is not going to be millionaires in the next five to ten years, which is fine. It's fine. And we got to think like you did, right? So, like, if you think like you, I hate to say it like that way, but if you think like you did, I don't mind accruing $2 million when I'm 65 and leaving, if that was the case. Yeah. Because now I know, all right, that's 65. My grandkids, I'm starting at 10, 15, whatever. They good. I mean, that's like a fight for them to, you know, live a, live a, live a great life. But if you invest $500, well, $480 a month, from 25 to 65, you'll have like 1.7. That's just investing in the SP 500, the regular market. That's America. And they get like an annual 7% a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like we were saying earlier, it's more so about perspective too, because you can look at investing as like saving. Like, yeah. Much, like you're going to get what? 0, 0.1%? Yeah, save. And that's yeah. probably at the best bank. One yeah. percent. One percent. Nah, you even get one percent. And the thing about it is, people can't save. Like, you're never going to be able to save a million dollars. No, no, it's just not going to happen. Now you can invest your way to a million dollars, exactly. but you're not going to be able to save your way to a million dollars. You need your money to make money for you. Yeah. You need your money to work, and that's the thing. Like, I don't care, and it's no respect to people. I don't care what Black Lives Matter Foundation come out. What foundation? How much grant money? How much money? How much love? How much? Jay Z does how much? Kanye, I mean, albums Kanye dropped. We'll never catch up wealth wise because this is four hundred years of compound inches of white people money not stopping, and it's never going to stop. Like when I say nigga never going to stop, they have insurance policies where when they die, it still goes. Like it, 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 it dead money will never stop. So we so much beyond. Like that's why I say we got to focus on our own race because. Yeah. It's, no, you're right, we we in a league where like you know you you compare apples to oranges in a sense. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Chase and go. So it's like it's it's gonna be a thing where you can't even um you're gonna be trying to chase something that's unattainable. You get some a false perception like a uh, 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 equality or what you deem this American dream and all that stuff is is not obtainable. I just think if people just just pay yourself first. Pay Every yourself. time you get a check, pay yourself first. I don't care if it's Five dollars, five hundred, some five thousand. Pay yourself first, cause you're gonna pay them first. You're gonna pay, you gonna pay your bills and all that first. Yeah. You gonna get them their money. Landlord coming for that check. Give yourself something. You know what I'm saying? So just pay yourself. Some. Pay it. Pay yourself. So you know you ain't gotta be a hundred percent. You know, depending on you know a check or a system, and you not living. Uh, you know, check the check. And when I learned it, it only t- it's the fun. It's the secret. That's why I get mad at a lot of our people. It only really take two years. You do two years of saving, you're good now, because now you got that ten, twenty thousand dollars cushion. Where it's like, okay, everything else you can save at a more high level. That's one thing I learned about money. We just don't know. 
It's just that like it's not be cheaper. No. Up your expenses, really. Because if you can you know, if your business and everything is functional five thousand dollars a month, you gotta make ten, fifteen thousand to to pay the five. So you know what I mean? Rather than thinking like, oh well, let me lower my expenses to five hundred. Now you gonna lower your income then too. You not you're not gonna hustle, you're not gonna lower your expenses to five hundred and go hustle for fifteen thousand. You know what I'm saying? So uh people don't understand. And that's why I wanna highlight this book too. Uh one of my favorite books. I just finished it's my top my top three, man. Like I think ever. Um it's by Jeremiah well not, it's about Jeremiah Hamilton, written by Sean White. It's called The Prince of Darkness. And basically, man, this guy was in the 1800s, 1800s, early 1800s. And he was the first uh, millionaire in that time, especially on Wall Street. He was black. Black. Well, he was one of them blacks where it's like he was in his own world. Like, he didn't give a fuck about nobody else. Like, you couldn't put no limitations on him. He liked white chicks. He had a white wife. His, um... He was real. He was real close friends. His best friend was the head of like it's called the Philadelphia Sun, right? Mm-hmm. So the newspaper back then, right? And it was gully because like something happened, like he was real famous. He got paid of like taking white people to court. <laughs> so they'd do something to him, whatever, take you to court, defamation, <laughs> and he'd be lying. He'd be wrong. So he already like write these bad contracts. Like he was a, he was a girl. Like he write these bad contracts or like. He'll buy a ship. One of the, or one of these ships they bought. They, he he sunk it on purpose. <laughs> Went and sunk it. Took them to court. Shorts for like seventy thousand. But you know back then that that's yeah, bread. Loans or so took it and won because his connections, whatever the case may be. He had lost one previous than that, but it's it was good that he lost it because he didn't tell them the white people. So now he was there. They they fought with it. So they brought him in. Cool with the dude from Philadelphia, son. He'd be like, "Hey, yo, uh, don't don't put this in the paper, you know, don't 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 put this, don't say that." Eighteen hundreds, taking them to court, fighting them. <laughs> like literally, he wanted to do. He wanted to hit, hit in the head with a club because like, one guy hated him so much. Like he just was coming at him, like, "Yo, coming at him and the, the guy from Philadelphia, son." He like, "Yo, why are you white and dealing with him? You disgrace white people." Like he hated him. Like every day he wrote in the paper about him, and it was one of the best things about I learned is just like. He ain't nobody put on limitations on him. He was worth today's money three hundred, like twenty million. Damn. Mad crazy. property. Mad everything. They would come to his house and try to lynch him. He always got away. He always out because he had like ties with white people and stuff like that. So it is real dope for me to like. Cause this is like you'll never hear about him. Never. They didn't have main a lot of stories about him. A lot of murals. He was definitely prevalent, and I like how like they give you the store, uh, the court cases and stuff you want to see. But it was deep because it's like, damn. Um, they even talk about like how they started the stock market and the New York stock exchange back then. So to hear us in the stock market now, we take it for granted. Right. We definitely do. Yeah. Like, we take that shit for granted. I'm trying to tell people like, yo, being able to buy Bitcoin, being able to invest. At your fingertip, where we're so lucky to be able to liberate our family and stuff in this way, I just don't want to take it for granted. Yeah, absolutely. No, I just don't I want agree, to take it for bro. granted, bro. Um, and I just, just to piggyback off that, you know, we got to know where we come from to know where we're going. Mm-hmm. And if you know where you come from, there's no limitations to where you can go. That's a fact, bro. And that's, you know, that's James Ball and stuff. 
we just got to stick to the script, man, and believe in ourselves, trust the process, um, make the necessary sacrifices. It's not going to be overnight. But, you know, build that legacy. I love what you just said just now, too, because it's like, um, I go back to the God talk. We're talking about that. That's the reason why I say God, too. I just know, like, it's knowing yourself. Like, knowing we come from that. No, our people were kings and queens, you know, God. Like, like we just, just slave. We just know it's a slave. Like, no, we are we are enriched people. So it's like, you know, that's emboldening ourselves. Like, you know, we're gods. I'm God. I come from kings and queens. You know what I'm saying? And like, you know, over this journey too, you know, I never knew we'd be here all day with this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna kinda try to this one, but like we're gonna get into I think the next episode we're gonna talk about it too. Like black women and their worth, like what they mean to the whole infrastructure. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit is deep. Just like the lack of knowledge they even told us about our women. Yeah. Yeah. Like that shit bothers me, man. Like just the back the, the bro. The, 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 our queens, bro, our backbones, bro. Like I say that backbones, man. What? But don't even that. There's another theory I have. Is our guys are gay. This is not gay, but just <laughs> it pisses me off in a sense because like, you know, we're not um, like emotional intelligent enough to even deal with our women, mm. it bothers me. A dude will shoot at you, snake you, do all this crazy stuff. You gonna sit here with him, gang, 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 we bro, work it out with him. You have a little argument with your girl, so. you can't talk to her for a month. <laughs> it, it bothered me. I'm not even saying have it right, but you know, being able to have those conversations, bro. I mean, it ties even me and Marisha and stuff like having to have conversation, you know, and, and build with like even just like. My female friends on a certain level have certain conversations with them. Yeah. Give me a certain light. Be like, even like, be giving us like a lot of shit. Make them feel uncomfortable. Yeah. That we do and say. So it, it's just a big, it's a big thing with that. But that's why I'm glad you said that, though, bro. Like, knowing where we come from. And I know it may seem like I'm deep and I'll be trying to be all extra, but I'm not. I'll be trying to, trying to tell people, like, I'm just different. Like, you know, blame my dad. I tell them, the first movie I ever seen was Glory. It wasn't Lion King. It wasn't, you know what I'm saying? It was literally Glory. Like, I don't know y'all seen that movie, but you should have. But, you know, it was a movie about slavery, you know, the, the Civil War. Like, so I remember being six, five, six, or asking my dad, like, yo, like, why they beating us? Why they? So that, you know what I mean? To literally, like, when I was a kid, y'all don't know when I was a kid, I used to, like, not walk with my head up. My dad used to smash out of my head. But he didn't understand, is like, when I was young, I didn't have I didn't have that worthiness. Me knowing we come from being black, I thought I felt like watching them slave movies and stuff like that. I felt I not I knew it wasn't now, but I still felt like it was now. Because when you go in the classroom, you you get ridiculed that same way. It wasn't I wasn't getting whipped, but psychologically I was, and I never forget. I walked in I was walking to Disneyland. They couldn't find me for like five hours. He was pissed, <laughs> and he was like, "Oh, where you was? How you get lost?" And I was like. I would just walk on my head there. <laughs> and it's just the place there, but I'm like, damn, I got lost in Disneyland. It sounds crazy, but I got lost in Disneyland because my racial complex, I didn't I didn't feel secure. I felt fear. So I literally would not walk and look white people in the face. That's crazy. And that's a lot of us, yo. Like, we can't even have a conversation. So hate to be, like, you, you really can't, like, how can you even really as a kid, like, you, you I think, what, that was like 10? 10 that happened? That's crazy. So when I say now, when I say emotional intelligence, I really mean like wow, like being able to understand these things, like and how they affect you. 
So now when I have depression and, or what I'm thinking will go on, it's like, oh, okay, I can kind of, not say you can remedy it knowing where it comes from, but it's like, oh, snap. Damn, I have, to, I have to address this. Yeah. This is something I can't run from. This is like a real thing. You know what I'm saying? You got to think. We wasn't, and think about that, bro. We wasn't born in Jim Crow. So the, that, the, the thought that you even, uh, us are easy to somebody would think, only 15 years ago, think like that. It's crazy. But. It is what it is, man. Well, listen, we gonna get up out of here soon, man. I'm, I'm gonna let you uh, close with your final final thoughts. What you, what you got to say, Don? What you want to close with? Say for the people, have them on uh, on standby for. I'm just, I'm happy to be back, man. I'm I'm really happy and excited to be back. I'm looking forward to this season. Um, but I do want to just leave y'all with this, man. Um, don't wait until you're confident to show up. Show and show up until you're confident. Mm. Don't wait until you're confident to show up. Show up until you're confident. So many times we think we got to have everything figured out. Um, we get caught up in a bigger picture and it discourages us. You know, so whatever that goal is, do two to three things a day to work towards that goal. Whether it be send that email, do that research, make that phone call, whatever it is. Two to three things a day and I can guarantee you're going you gonna to reach that goal. And that's all I got for you. Big fact, what's good, bro? Um, I'm, I'm just happy to be here with my bros, man. Big facts. My business partners. Big facts. Big facts. I'm here for the journey, for the for the ride. Um, for people out there, believe in yourself. You know, go for what you want. Do your research on whatever it is you want to do. Put your all into it and surround yourself with good people mm-hmm. who are going to bring that energy with you, man. Golly. I just want to say, man, fuck them people. <laughs> Believe in yourself and love yourself, man. Like, yo, for real. Like, I, I, and like I said, we we chilling today. We just light hand. Like, even for this season, it's gonna be super dope. We are gonna get into the real estate, the investments. You know, sitting down with a lot of entrepreneurs, and we are gonna just show you, like, people we grew up with testaments of people that have started businesses. You know, six figures in real estate, six figures in stock, business consulting, just. Normal people just like us that can do it. So I just want to leave everybody with this is like tap into yourself, man. Fall in love with yourself. That's gonna be the best thing you can do, man. Fall in love with yourself. All the imperfections, whatever you think you don't like about yourself, fall in love with that shit. Right, whatever way it is. Because once you do that, that's like the gateway to like true freedom. That's like, what they fear. You embracing yes. your 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 downfall. Embracing your down, like embracing embra- your, your imperfection, because in reality, it's not imperfections. It's like in reality, it just it is who we. It, it, you you are who you are. Like you know what I'm saying. Don't don't change yourself for nothing. It just I don't know, man. It just feel good. I ain't gonna lie. It just feel good to like know that finally for ourselves because that helps us so helps me anyway so much on this investment journey, man. Like like I said, it's gonna be a journey, man. But like I said, I'm glad to be here. Uh, we got the we got a couple companies coming, business, everything's going good, man. Like I say, listen, you, you ain't going to be, you ain't going to miss this. Like you want to definitely don't. be, <laughs> don't, 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 don't miss out on this, man. Don't might like, miss. Listen, don't, 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 like bro said, don't blink, man. You see me with no pockets, don't, don't, don't question, me, man. Don't question, you know what's up. <laughs> it's a no, it's a listen, it's a no pocket campaign, man. No pocket zone. No, no pocket. So no pocket. We not giving people nothing. Man, giving people oh money. man, we ain't got nothing. We got it. Instead of full pockets full, we no, no pockets, pockets full. full. No <laughs> pockets full. You know what I'm saying? But like, it, 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 it's super dope though. Like for real, for like us, us coming together, man. 
they don't see it. And that's what we need on, on a large scale. So I want to say, too, shout out to everybody out there, too. Shout out to all my Forex family. Shout out to their Academy. Shout out to 856. Shout out to um, all our all our investment group. You know what I'm saying? Our contractors, Raven, Lillian. Like, just shout out to everybody, man. Shout out to everybody out there just making it happen. Man. Like I said, collaboration over competition. We all, it's, it's a fight for all of us, man. It ain't nobody more important than this fight. It ain't one thing better than nobody. Or one thing better than, you know. Group better. economics is the only way to real freedom. Only way. And that's why this podcast here. We're really here to show y'all that. Like, we're really here in real life to show y'all that. Like I said, we're going to pull out the Bitcoin keys and all that soon. Like I said, we got a lot of stuff. <laughs> we got a lot of stuff. All right, so like I said, be on the lookout for, uh, we got next week. Be on the lookout for the next episode and definitely be on the lookout for the next Stock Club meetup, too. That's going to come real soon. Consumer Dream, man. We here. We signing out. Peace.